0: beautiful people and welcome to the mojo mecca podcast a hub for the exploration of ritual poetry plants and purpose we are here for the deepening of our relationship to the earth for the love of living in a sustainable way for the creation of a global network of minxes seeking more mojo for vulnerability for thriving and for joy Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful. Now, let's dive into today's conversation. In the maiden voyage of this podcast, I'm diving into conversation with the beautiful, inspiring earth mama that is Jessica Lacour. She's the founder of an all natural organic beauty brand named Feather Eagle Sky, full of medicinal concoctions of plants, clays, salts, oils, herbs, and spices. Feather, Eagle and Sky are also the names of her three gorgeous wild children. Jessica is an incredible writer and is just about ready to release a book entitled Moonbow, containing her rich, visceral, poetic pieces. She lives a life full to the brim with ritual and in deep communion with the natural environment. So let's dive into her world now.
1: If you want to just begin by sharing a bit about, yeah, your heritage, your lineage, and and your story,
2: your life's path. Well, my mother is full Cherokee, and my father is French and Blackfoot. So, I'm, you know, sixty seven percent Native American. I'm an enrolled member of the Cherokee Nation. My children and all of us have those, um, you know, incredible benefits from. My ancestry and my great grandmother walked the Trail of Tears, um, so we're actually originally from Georgia. But my grandmother was forced, my great grandmother was forced to walk the Trail of Tears, so we landed in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and of course that's just my ancestry. My family has been Native New Mexicans for many lineages, so I'm I'm very I'm quite a new Mexican (laughs) and it comes out in everything that I do. (laughs) It's just for fun. I did this DNA test and yeah, so it turns out I was 67% Native American, Cherokee and Blackfoot. And then I'm twenty something percent French. And shockingly I have some black Dutch in there. So you never know what you'll get. I just keep
1: hearing more and more from many different places or somehow stumbling across information about the the power of ancestry and being able to speak out our lineages and know where they come from and yeah it just it gives us so much power because it's well,
2: affecting us unconsciously but to be aware of of those lines absolutely yeah yeah especially you know being a new mexican um i'm surrounded i mean i'm born here i have my grandpa built the tunnel in southern new mexico My uncles all worked on the, you know, the railroad, and my grandpa was a logger, and he he literally, like, built the small village up in the mountains where I'm from in southern New Mexico. So I have streets named after me, so I have a fierce love for New Mexico, a fierce love for the land, because it's really special to know where you come from and to have such deep roots, but it's also just... This sky here, as you can see, it's a, it's it's going to be in all of my book. Oh my gosh, my book is just like eye candy. But um, the sky here, the sunsets are, they're phenomenal, as you know. I mean, in Australia, they're absolutely amazing. Um, but they're incredible here. We're surrounded by 20 active Pueblos. So it really helps to keep me in that incredible centered space and of course i go to all the pueblo dances and i'm deeply connected with you know my dearest friends are all native so i really value that about new mexico it's even though it's a part of the u.s it's definitely a place that is you know that feels like you're not in the u.s it's just has so much culture and we haven't forgotten it here so it, it means a lot to me in the sky. It just It's like at the ocean. It's incredible. It's just magnificent. And every day is a delight. I don't, I can't, I wake up really early and meditate so I don't miss the sunset and the sunrise. It's just, to me, every day is ceremony. So the mm-hmm. sky here has a profound effect on me, even though I'm so blessed, I get to travel a lot, but I love to come home to New Mexico. Yeah I feel that so much in
1: in what you share and I'm sure that infuses so much into what you create too and I've read a bit from what you've shared already about just how you always grew up creating medicines and working with plants and we just had a, just always had that natural connection to the land and and knew instinctively how to move and be and work in harmony with her and I just I feel like probably there's going to be so many people who um, who will listen to this and maybe they live in cities or maybe they just don't have as much of that um, instinctive um, connection to the land so yeah I feel like if you could share any simple tips or rituals that maybe some people could um, yeah, tap in, tap onto and incorporate into their days, even if they are um, not living on a piece of land somewhere, or you know they have other commitments that that, or their family lives closer to the city in a more built-up area. Um, yeah, because I think it's yeah,
2: it's always possible. So. <laughs> if you could share any it's definitely harder when you live in a city just yeah. because you're so connected i mean just because there's just so much pollution and i don't mean just like um air pollution i mean noise pollution and be- the domestication of being in boxes and going from house to car to building to rel- you know to being in a train or being in a a, ca- a taxi it's just like that's a lot of that's a lot of pollution on your whole system, and so it's so important if you could start your day in a in a very centered way with you know incorporating just some teas into your life, drinking tea, um, even stepping outside just to feel the air on you and maybe feel the sunshine kind of coming through you a little. Even though if, if, even if you live in a city, you can still do that. Um, going and sitting by a tree in a park. Um, all of those things are going to activate you to, to, to you know, get closer to Mother Earth, especially plants. When you ingest plants, whether it's psychedelically um, through ceremony or through just, you know, high, incredible ceremonial grade teas, whether it's like matcha or or just nettle, or chamomile, those things, those incredible plants, they all have an attribute and a quality that they're trying to, you know, share with you, and and they will make you feel better, and they, they really help to kind of guide you to a healthier path of being and connecting with nature. So, okay. I mean, you can start with those simple things. To me, those are kind of like the basics. I mean, really, the, the super small basics, um, because there's just like a whole range when you, when you really go into plant medicine, but um, taking hot baths with essential oils is super incredible, just because those oils, um, they penetrate the cells of your skin, so they start dancing and talking to you. Uh, there 's so many things that you could do, little rituals those are little rituals to me. just taking a simple bath with essential oils or putting some buying some flowers and putting them in your house so you 're inviting the natural world into your house, so even if you live in a city, you can do all those things yeah, beautiful
1: I totally totally agree. I spent some time in New York um, <laughs> what was yeah. it wasn 't last year, I think it was the end of two thousand and sixteen and yeah,
2: I just really struggled there.
1: <laughs> I yeah, know. I know I lived
2: there for a little bit and it was oh my gosh, it was I I felt like I couldn't see the sky. So it was really for me, it was really hard for me. But I you know, you you do what you have to do sometimes. But it's definitely, you know, not to interrupt you, it's definitely a that's a lot of congestion, a lot of just noise pollution I mean constantly (laughs) so it's definitely a lot yeah
1: yeah for me in that time it almost threw me deeper into my rituals because I needed to there was like this if I didn't I was just going to feel horribly depressed and affected by everything so yeah yeah cacao is a really good medicine I think for people in um those sort of city environments because it can also provide you the energy to sustain you through you know having to do what you've got to do but it can also be just allow you to keep in your heart and um, start your day in a way that's intentional yeah I'm
2: all about the plant tonics and the plant medicine yeah oh I know that's actually why you definitely resonate on that incredible frequency and also you've been to Peru I see and stuff and yeah I really appreciate that because it's one thing to talk about rituals and to talk about you know, beauty rituals, but it's a whole other thing, completely different thing to embody it and to live it and to go and experience it yourself and to, to let it really be a part of your life. It yeah. is your life. Yeah. And so I think that right now, the world is on an incredible precipice of realizing that the old ways, as Einstein says, you know, sometimes you've got to do something different if you want to go in the right direction because the old way isn't working. And in our case, this would be our new way. That's not really working. You know, we can see that in my husband is an an extraordinary person. He's a world-known fitness guru. He teaches natural movement, ancestral movement, running, jumping, climbing, crawling, all of the ancestral skills that you forgot as a child. And, and, you know, when people come to him who can't move very well and who are feeling sick, and a lot of them come from cities, the thing is, is not that you need to do anything special you just need to move more you just need to be in nature and and so that's why these beauty rituals are good because they're kind of like they're like a stepping stone to getting you out into the natural world more because when you come to love uh, plants whether it's cacao or herbs or barks or spices, when you start loving them, then you literally, your cells are transforming and you actually want, Mother Earth is actually talking to you and she's telling you, she's inviting you to come into the natural world. And so your perceptions change, your sensory, your perceptions, your even your taste buds change the more that you start using just the simple things of tea. And they're not even simple. They're actually ridiculously profound, but it's a start of getting you into the natural world because that, which you don't know, how can you even love or protect if you don't know her? Mm -hmm. So.
1: Yeah. I've in my eyes. I totally am right there with you. Yes. I, yeah, I'm so there. Um, I just, yeah, it feels like every time I am in nature, it feels like what she wants to communicate is that she just wants people to come back and to sit with her and to allow her to move through them and to heal them and it yeah, it's just for me it's always that sort of message that is like just just encourage people to come back to me. It doesn't have to be something complicated, just come and sit with me come and walk on me again it's and then the healing will naturally happen the rebalancing the recalibrating will naturally occur so yeah absolutely
2: totally absolutely good. yeah i mean she's just she's absolutely begging she's like begging she's just sitting there with her with her legs wide open with the stream flowing through her saying come and <laughs> And I'm here for you and I'll wash you clean. I literally am here for you. So I'm I'm really grateful though for people like you that are on this planet who have that connection and who who cultivate and water that connection because it's the most powerful connection you could ever have is your relationship and your knowing of the universe and of Mother Earth and Father Sky. Because if you want to, one day, you know, we will. And if, if you're going to want to go far out into the cosmos, then you've got to learn to appreciate this incredible galaxy we already live in and this amazing planet that we already live in.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. And so I would really also love to know a bit more about... Um, how you took all of that wisdom and love and appreciation of the plants and uh, concocted all of your delicious um, medicines in the form of Feather Eagle Sky, your brand. I'd love to know oh, yes. your story and how they came together, and yeah, you know, whatever you feel to share about that process and and yeah, about like taking your um, your medicines and your your concoctions more seriously as a business because i find that that's kind of yeah i i i have some blockages in that in that realm because it's like this everything that i'm sharing and doing is such a thing for me that like it yeah to to think of it as a business has been um a little bit more of a struggle so i i see you doing that and flowing between those two worlds so effortlessly and um
2: I would really love to, yeah, I don't know, hear a bit more about the story and and absolutely
1: how it became well i
2: don't I don't believe in compartments at all, you know, my business is not even a compartment, it's just another dimension of me, mm-hmm. and it's it's just um and that's why I think it flows because I also don't you know, I keep what's really super sacred very sacred. I don't like to taint too much of business with the sacred. So I'll share and I'll share through my books and that way it's like this incredible thing that you can open up to or when you get to smell my products you get to, it's literally mother earth coming to you in a jar. But I, I give so much freely, honestly. That's why, I mean, I share so much freely because to me, not I don't like to mix too much profit, you know, with with mother earth. So when I was a little girl, I grew up in a very small, small village, high up in the mountains like I do now, which is really cute. Um, 10,000 elevation, it was called Cloudcroft. So it was like I was in the clouds. And, And so I was always in the forest and I was always picking plants and berries and tree and sitting with trees and climbing trees. And I was always a runner. So. Um, I would literally harvest with my dad asparagus and berries, raspberry, you know, like raspberries so we could make ice cream and there would be bears in in the raspberry patch with us. So I had an incredible connection because of my father of being in nature because my dad is just like a bear. He literally is a mountain guy and he just... He just loved nature so much. He was like always waking me up early and we had these incredible telescopes to watch the stars. And Carl Sagan is a huge person in my life. I grew up with a father who would wake me up at three in the morning and be like, let's go watch the stars. There's comets right now. And he would put me on the porch with the telescope. And, and so I just had a really incredible father who loved nature and who brought me up that way and so for me it's just so innate to me it comes effortlessly um, and I'm really grateful for that because I never had to try to when I decided to create Feather Eagle Sky when I was like 12 which is really funny to my girlfriends because they still remember that I was going to create some skincare. And that I would also have my poetry book out in the world. And now it's all happening, which is really incredible. Well, time
1: is not linear, I seem no, to. No, no, so. not I at all. More. But I
2: mean, gosh, time is such an illusion, anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's completely. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I would be smashing to a pulp all these beautiful roses, and I would be catching. We had this one bottle that said Mountain Air. And so I would be catching the air and holding it. So I always had like this magicalness to myself and I would put water, I would dig these massive holes in our, in the backyard and I would pour water from the hose and then I would go soak in them. Like I still do now. And I would, you know, dry out in the sun. I always, I had an obsession with skin and I had an obsession with beauty but natural beauty, I have never been into like makeup and all of that stuff. All of those. I mean, I like a little makeup, but I've never been into to the artifice. I really think that Mother Earth makes you so delicious and so yummy and so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I've always wanted to share that with with others. So I I decided to really bring that after having children and Having, I've done so many things in my life. I've been in world-known bands, and I've singed for the Prime Minister of India's wedding. I've done a lot of crazy stuff in my life. But nature has always been, I, it must be my virgo or something. I'm just such a, I'm such a plant person. I always have been. I've been, even with my grandmother, she was obsessed with her rose bushes and her irises and her peony and I literally, she was an artist and she would paint all the time flowers and talk to her plants. She was always talking to her plants. And so I never ever had that disconnect. I always knew that they were alive, they were breathing, they were these incredible molecules that were gonna penetrate every ounce of me and make me more beautiful. And so um, when it, after my baby Skye was born, my last baby, Well, I say last, you never know with me, I could have another one. (laughs) But when baby Sky was born, I just decided I was sitting, it was literally one week after he was born and I was sitting on our porch, looking outside the mountains. And I was like, I really want to give women, because I've been making my own products forever. I wanted to give women something that made them feel as beautiful as I feel. Because I really feel beautiful because Mother Earth is so a part of my life. She's, she's my everything. So I've never even had to struggle with that concept of am I beautiful or am I, is my skin glowing enough? Because Mother Earth, she really does give you everything. So all of my skincare products are just the essence of my love, really, of Mother Earth. So basically, you're just getting love in a jar from me, <laughs> mm. from her, because I, I, she's it. She's everything. I'm just this incredible vessel that gets to to bring her closer to other people.
1: Yeah, completely. And so how has it developed um, from that point? And I've seen you've gotten quite a lot of um, recognition recently through yeah. Vogue <laughs> Yeah.
2: That's incredible. Yeah. Um, It's always nice when um, a a really big, you know, one of the biggest magazines recognizes that you're doing something extraordinary and beautiful and natural and yet also seeks you out, which is incredible. I, I appreciate that. Cause I don't go in, I don't look for praise. I just put it out there and I'm a great visioner, so a great manifester. So even when I was young, I always knew that I would be in vogue somehow, but I didn't know what for. It it wasn't about modeling or any of those things. It was always like, I have a message in this world that I wanna share and that is actually of love and mother earth. And so it's really great that, yeah, I've been in, I think, all together like 10 or 11 magazines in just three years so that's That's incredible incredible and what has the response been
1: through I guess well obviously in in being featured in those magazines you would have got a lot more people wanting and buying your your products
2: yeah I have a lot I actually have a lot more celebrities who follow me and like my products and buy my products and And that's wonderful because they're already in a place and space of always having to be on show, you know, for people. And they're already, they're just tainted by so much of that, you know, Chanel and Dior and all that stuff that's just, you know, bug spray, basically. (laughs) Um, uh. And so it's just nice that in a world full of, I'm a very honest person, a very blunt person. I don't believe in just, you know, there's I there's just no phony in me. I I don't have any phony, so I just say it as it is. You know, all those products they're they're detrimental to the whole body and health of your body and to the and to Mother Earth. So um, the fact that my skincare line in three years is has been featured in Vogue um, has been incredible for me, and it's been great reception. My business has definitely increased a lot. But at the same time, what's the most exciting part of all of that is just knowing that me, who is so natural and so organic, um, is a part of that. And that's how the precipice changes. You know, that's how the new world starts in the sense of clean beauty. and, And there's a lot of beautiful people out there doing incredible things with skincare. So I applaud all of them. I'm I don't have any, I, I like the boat to rise for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't, so it's, it's great. If I succeed, then it means other people succeed. Honestly, that's really how it goes. And the earth succeeds. (laughs) That's the whole purpose. Yeah. Mother earth succeeds in the end. And that's what we hope for the most. I mean, that's the whole point of feather eagle sky is that legacy. It's everything that my husband teaches and does. It's everything that I teach. Our children are named some of the most powerful names from our planet. Yeah. You know so it's it's really wonderful to see it grow Mm. and transform and and that's just like I said, you know, feather eagle sky is a whole thing. It's and so that's just one little the skincare and the beauty rituals and all those things are The beauty products are just one little, one little beautiful dimension of Jessica and her children and her life and her land and all of her travels. So it means a lot to me.
1: Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear a bit more about your motherhood journey because it seems, you know, as you said, every aspect of your life is just so interwoven and it seems you just. So, appearing like effortlessly just um <laughs> love and care for your children and teach them the things that they really need to know and and i'm sure your yeah your husband is incredible too it just just daily getting them out into nature and that is just your life and i would love to hear some i don't know pieces of gold tips for other women stepping into
2: motherhood absolutely um, yeah Um, For me, motherhood is, it's, it's, I feel I am a child of, of the great supreme divine, you know, Manitanka, the supreme universe that you can't even fathom. And yet you can, and you do, especially when you when you go deep in prayer and when you go deep in nature. And so for me, having children is, and getting to have these births that I had at home in water and all of the incredible animal spirits that come to me and came to me and the orchids that bloom during birth, um, all of it is, is a way for me to show Mother Earth how much I love her as my mother because she gives to me everything. And so through my children, I don't believe that, you know, just going to school and getting your degree of whatever, being a lawyer, being a doctor, all those are incredible things. But I would rather my children get to experience through traveling and through living on wild land still and with water we have a we have a river that you see that I cold plunge in and and that's where my children just walk out their front door and there's they're right in front of real water spring water mountain water that's alive that tells stories and so my whole everything my whole legacy is my children because in the end my children are experiencing the complete universal life force of mother earth by being in nature every day, by being in ceremony, by meeting people from other tribes and other worlds. And so motherhood for me is, is everything because I'm forming these children, the new generation that will, you know, hopefully stand up for her in the highest way. Being a mom is like, it's the greatest gift you could, it's the greatest responsibility you could have because it's not your life. It's another life. And yet it's the greatest blessing because they're such little teachers. They're gurus. I mean, they're just unbelievable little medicine shaman people because they're already so connected. And so all you have to do as a mom is just keep that open, keep that stirring, keep it, you know, every day go into nature. Don't opt for watching a movie or opt for going and eating you know bad food and sitting on the couch i mean opt for getting outside and letting them feel the sun and the cold wind on their face or being in the ocean or testing their limits letting them walk barefoot all of those things are they're just going to make them so strong and so healthy and so much more um, inquisitive and captivated because they're experiencing their spirituality. And so being a mom is incredible. It's, It's just like, it's mind blowing.
1: Mm, I just remembered um, a video that you shared not long ago of your daughter saying when she was feeling bratty, and and then she, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when you were in Hawaii, and then once you guys got to um, the forest, the rainforest, or wherever you were going, she said that immediately she heard nature speak to her and, and tell her um, that she shouldn't be acting in that way and
2: to. Yeah. To come back. To- exactly. You said it right there. And that's the, that's the beauty is that nature talks to you, mm-hmm. that the natural world talks to you. It literally talks to you through the wind, through the trees, through the leaves, through the grass, you know, the holy is everywhere. And so um, for her to say that on her own first, for her to say that on her own shows that she already has a deep connection with nature and that she's she's already open to it in such a profound way and also for her to be able to see the difference of what being in a city even though we were just in Paia, which is a small little small little town the cutest town ever in hawaii so cute but um she was like wanting to buy stuff. And I was just like, we don't need to buy all this stuff. This isn't what's going to make you happy. Like, let's just go get to the waterfall because soon you'll be happy as soon as we get there. And that was really it. Like all that brattiness left her, you know, it kind of just like fell off her as soon as she was like just even getting close to the bamboo forest. And that's the, that's the profound power of nature is that she centers you and and your equilibrium balances out all on its own without you having to do anything but be.
1: Mm, Completely, completely agree with you. Ah yeah, that's been my greatest teaching and I guess has become the theme of this podcast too is like all you have to do is get yourself back into some sort of natural environment. Breathe deeply, sit down and just let whatever wants to come up, come up. Because that's also what happens for me too. If, if, I, if I maybe haven't been feeling something in the day or in the week or whatever, as soon as I go into nature... She'll just show to me what emotions I've been suppressing. You know, there might be some tears or I might feel really angry or I might need to stomp or scream or <laughs> whatever it is that needs to come out. So I just, I feel like it's also just the perfect way to really release all that doesn't serve you. Just give it back to her and, and then in that way, you just come back to your equilibrium and your peace and and then you can tap into yeah, the old that is, the harmony. Yeah, it's incredible
2: what um, what depth and elevation you get just from being in nature. There, I mean, you can go from, you get to be so centered in her, so deep in her, and yet you're just like so expansive out there just by being. And all of those emotions, all that you're carrying throughout the day or whatever you're feeling, they just kind of just swirl and glide off of you They they disappear and she just she holds you she hugs you and it's incredible I, and and it's so real that's what's the most beautiful part of it it's the more that you go back to her the more that you start like getting in this habit of her she, then you don't ever want to stop and then she's it's like you get to be, it's like a friend, but even better. It's like your bestest friend. So you can't wait to go smell her flower or you can't wait to go see the show she's about to put on in the sky. Or you just can't wait to go to her water and touch her like life-giving forces. It's, she's, I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking ridiculous. It's outrageous. Like how unbelievable just being alive is if you can drop off all of the other stuff and tune into her you will be rewarded a thousand billion fold yep totally
1: i would really love to hear a bit about your book i'm so curious about it (laughs) i'm so excited to read it and yeah i would yeah what's the vision of it what are you expressing i i hear that it's about you and your life and your work with plants but I'd love to just hear more about what you yeah what you're working on because it seems to be just what you're fueling so much energy into right now and it's it's is it in the kind of end stages of coming together
2: yes yeah it's 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 all done it's just being put together in the most um it's basically like if you've ever, have you ever done plant medicine of any sort? Yeah. 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 I figured. <laughs>
1: um, I want to think a lot more about that, but I don't really know if, yeah, I don't really know if we can go into that. I feel wary of going into those sort of conversations, even though I also feel very protected
2: in sharing about that work, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, I, I really keep so much of that. Um, as much as I share, I also keep it very sacred because I really strongly believe in not tainting the sacred too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also believe in talking about it and all those things. And, um, so anyways, if you've ever done a ceremony, which you have in life, um, I've done a lot in my life, and a lot. And um, the book is basically, uh, it's like an ikaro it's like a prayer. It's an ode to the sacred dimensions of love and beauty and light. It's every page is a moment for you to look at a beautiful photo of either the sky or a flower or the sunset or water or you or me, you know, like me in my nakedness in my true form with no mask, no makeup, no nothing, just me like mother earth. So beautiful. And every page is a poem, a poem that I've written. I started writing poetry when I was eight years old and I used to submit lots of my poetry as a kid and I've won published like i've been published and so poetry is not a new thing it is something that's always been a part of me it's how i've always expressed myself is writing poetry i used to write extravagant love letters to people <laughs> in school <laughs> um, but it's a way of me i grew up in a very religious background um with my mother not my father my father is like um The most non-religious, but the most spiritual person you'll ever meet. Um, But my mother, she's very religious, and so uh, you know, at a very early age, I had already written, you know, read the Bible six times in its entirety. I had gone as a missionary all over Mexico and all these places, you know, preaching and all this stuff. And so, uh, for me, which. I don't believe in religion at all and I have no problem saying that. I've done that too many I've done too many ceremonies in my life and experienced uh I am, you know, a god. Mm-hmm. I am a part of god. Everything is god. Everything is sacred. So to me you can't go into a church and find god when you already are god. So um having though that experience that kind of like mercurial um, communication of me talking and giving sermons and speeches at a very young age in front of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people has it kind of disciplined me in a way to share my self in the form of instead of like preachy stuff, just beautiful poetic odes to the great spirit, the great cosmic universe. And so, in that sense, I'm really grateful for my mother um, having that kind of like given me that religious stuff because it literally helped me to purge and, and really figure out who I was. Not, you know, not conditioned like so many people are. So many people are conditioned and they don't even know it. They take on beliefs just because their family says so. But I didn't do that. I searched my whole soul and self to find. Who I was through plants and through being in nature and through hiking and running, and so my poetry is this incredible gift of all that I've experienced and all that I experience every day just by witnessing the supreme. Mm,
1: I'm so excited to dive into it once it gets released.
2: Do you have any,
1: um, a piece that you have here that you could share or any sort of yeah of absolutely commentary that you feel to share because i would love That's to hear it. i i read them of course online but to hear you speak it i would love to
2: hear. oh so my book actually comes with a cd of oh, me wow. reading all the poems so that you can actually kind of experience what i'm the transmission i'm trying to uh, share with you Mm -hmm. yeah
1: I on that piece of about poetry I just am so right there with you and I keep getting this message more and more is like people don't want to be preached to they want to be sung to and for me poetry is like singing it's like you know expressing some sort of message or communication in a way that is like a song it isn't ikoro it's like it just is The way that exactly absolutely communicating. It's not telling someone what to do. It's singing to them what to do, or singing to them something beautiful, so they realize it themselves. You know.
2: Yeah, I think poetry is wonderful because when you and you know, I think right now it's funny. I've seen so many now. All of a sudden, there's all these poets everywhere, and it's cute. But poetry, I like when anyone starts channeling anything creative. First off. Um, but poetry is, I don't know if you know who Mary Oliver is. I know the name. Yeah. I'm sure I've read some of her work. Well, she's just, I just recently was gifted her book by one of my, most of my friends are like 60. I just find so much wisdom in them. And so I was gifted by my acupuncturist, um, one of her books. And I knew instantly when I was reading her that she was a Virgo, first off, because just the way that she had that deep connection to the earth. And Virgos are, they're just earth signs. They're just very earthy. My husband's yes. even a Virgo. <laughs>
1: like me. My Virgos. dad's a Virgo. I'm Taurus. Yes. This is also very earthy. I'm like total Taurus.
2: <laughs> oh, loved. I love Taurus, though. Taurus is so... So Venus and so stubborn and so sensual <laughs> and beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the, yeah, the sensual rituals, the pleasure.
2: <laughs> but that's, you know, everything in existence exactly. is actually a celebration of the sensual, of the fertile, of the yummy, of the delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Mary Oliver, just that point I was going to say was that she... She wrote something really beautiful, which is a poet is just simply a person who observes and then shares that observation in its most truest form. And I love that because I'm not trying to uh, express anything to you through my poetry except pure love. And pure love comes in so many different forms in the universe. And so, um, and it's an expression of all of the ceremonies that I've done, and and all of the beautiful people I've admired in my life. Who, which is, you know, Whitman and Emerson and George O'Keefe. Who, you know, George O'Keefe and my grandmother used to write letters to each other that I have. So she's she's while she's getting like more popular, she's always since. A very young time been very special to me just because unconsciously she was a part of my grandmother so and this land mm. so um and even you know like she's her paintings you know they're you know everything is like this it's like music and poetry and art they're all they're all like coming together, the symphony to share with you, to let you experience, whether through spoken word, written word, music, whatever it is, the power and beauty of the dynamic universe, the vital force of the energy of life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I have, my poetry is, is has, a, it has an interesting, um, very specific style that's very, very me, and um, yet it's you never know what you're going to get in there. You could go from extraterrestrials to you know, flying saucers, Venus to ejaculations to just hummingbirds ingesting nectar and dropping love syrup all over you.
1: <laughs> Sounds like my kind of mix
2: <laughs> yeah well, you're you have Pisces in you, right? Um, are you? I thought you had some Pisces. Sorry, I don't know why.
1: I'm well, I'm Taurus, yeah, obviously Taurus Sun, Taurus Rising, Leo Moon.
2: Oh, Leo, oh, I can yeah. see it in your dynamic beauty. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so, yeah. Leo, and the way you
2: ride through life, very queen like. I love that. So, oh, you really own it, it's very beautiful. Mm. I,
1: I just yeah. feel like I'm just very very much like scratching the surface of my potential. I feel so young, but feel so old at the same time. But I feel very excited to be having the awareness to walk my life in this way and to a. Affirm- oh man, are you I'm kidding? So you are 23
2: years <laughs> old, and you are doing what you're doing. It's you're definitely tapped in in a very beautiful way, and of course, you know, we're all through, I'm almost 40, and I've experienced more than you could even imagine, and yet, I'm still scratching the surface, and isn't that such, such humility, the most exciting, having that humility to know that you don't know everything, that you're just still scratching the surface, because it's so unfathomable, it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yet to be on your way and to be such an old soul and yet to be so, so connected to the earth already and and really resonating with beautiful beings who are, mm-hmm. that is to be applauded. So bravo to you for that, mm. really. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I see it. And that's why it's so easy to love you through you know, a phone is because the essence of a person really does come out. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. It just, I don't really know what the other option is now. Once you start waking up, you can't go back to sleep. So you've just got to keep creating and they just, yeah, it seems like there is just this force that, that comes through, which is nature herself that says there are things to be shared. And um, I just say, yes. Okay. I surrender. (laughs) Let's exactly. let's just do it let's get on with it there's so many hearts to wake up so i don't know there's and not- you know at
2: the same time there's so many to just allow to keep sleeping because there's this incredible balance of of you know light and dark and that's why we have new moon and full moon and and that's why we have because everybody wakes in their own time and everybody Is maybe asleep for some reason at that moment and yet the more that we you know to me the highest power the highest vibration is love there's nothing else and if you're working any other magic then you're working the wrong magic because that is the highest that is the one that is going to transcend us into the you know the universe and out of this galaxy is love and and so whether someone I think being deeply feminine in our women and we're fierce but there's something about softness and and seeing people for where they are and not expecting them to be something else but by your example and by how you are from what you've experienced and what you've grown in and what you've awakened to has so much more of a a power than ever telling anyone anything just by embodying the life that you choose to live has so much more potentness than than telling anyone anything and and people are where they are they really are where they are and it's people like you people like me people sometimes like you know my little girl feather who could go up to you and just give you a hug and that just woke you up for the moment to love and you were asleep in that moment. It's, you never know what's going to happen or who it's going to be. That's going to be the person who kind of switches your light on. And so I kind of like to accept people for, I I kind of learned over the years because I'm such a teacher and I'm such a like, and this will make you great and you will feel so good and blah, blah, blah. I just now really focus on none of that, just being me and they'll feel the beauty. They'll, ex- they'll feel it and they'll see it because there's nothing else to see. And if it awakens them somehow, if it ignites them, then, then I'm happy about that. Mm.
1: Yeah. I would love to meet you in person one day too. I... Yeah.
2: Well, I'm going to come to Australia soon. I leave next week for Peru, but, um, Australia is definitely on our list. What's on for you in Peru? More plant work? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'm going to go climb Machu Picchu and do that and be in Cusco, love Cusco. And then, going to go deep into past iquitos and deep into the jungle to a a really beautiful family and and do my ceremonies and and because that is you know i've been an apprentice of that medicine for many years so that is that is what comes out in my book coming out is all of that magic through through the poetry is the akaros and and all of the visions that i've experienced and and all of the lessons and all of the work. So, mm-hmm. Beautiful. But Peru is definitely my, my heart. I was drawn there. I was drawn to Peru when I was very young. But um, I strongly believe that the medicine should always come to you and through your dreams. And, and then I dreamt of the plant a long time ago. And, and then I ended up on the shaman's table and just through through the magic organicness of it not trying and and that's what i try to teach or share with most people is that don't search for it the magic will come to you when it's in the right time and when you are ready for it and you should meditate and do your work because there's no quick fix if you haven't even started meditating or sitting in stillness or being outside in solitude and in the quietness of nature and and letting her talk to you then you know you you shouldn't be out there trying to just get the next high cuz that's not what ceremony is about at all it has nothing to do about getting high it has to be it's definitely about the immortality of your soul and and your oneness with the whole universe and and the deep deep respect that comes from realizing that you're just a tiny tiny little Flower in the whole flow of this universe, and and to let go of your ego and and see the connectedness that is that is one of the greatest gifts. The connectedness of medicine, of ceremony, of prayer, of beauty, is that we are so one. We are one with this universe, the cosmos, the Milky Way, Saturn, Jupiter, Mars. Where it's all of us. And yet, um, because of the way that we live nowadays in modern society, we have we just have compartments and we've disconnected completely. And, and ceremony is a way to get you back to spirit.
1: Exactly. Yeah. There is this natural cyclical movement that is that is happening right now that is that full circle we are. This is why these medicines are coming back, and you know nothing is by chance. It's all they're coming back because they are needed. But yeah, we could go very deep into all of that yeah. um, world. But yeah, humbleness is of the most high in in going into humbleness. Sort of work. Exactly. Well, if um, you do, if you want humble, you're going to get humbled by <laughs> yes, by a big slap in the face. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no. Uh humility is is uh is a great great thing to come to and and to be in all the time. Humility, gratitude, because the plants are just teaching you unconditional love. Mhm and just making you aware of the aspects of
1: yourself that might not be in harmony with that vibration. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> How is looking in the mirror? How does it feel to look in the mirror? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. but Oh, so grateful and so grateful for Peru too, for the, the frequency that it continues to hold. And I'm so grateful to have dropped in there too. And and that it will be a lifelong pilgrimage um, and it's totally part home too. I just, I just tear up every time I think about Perutz. It's it's, yeah, there's no real words to, (laughs) to describe. No.
2: And it's just like, it's, it's just such a powerful, well, and also, you know, that's actually the scary thing about it too, is just, you know, with anything, the thing that becomes so, Widely trendy is also what causes the exploitation and stuff. So you know that's why I just talk so much about respect and letting things come to you when they're meant to, and, and not forcing them. You know, know, the the medicine will always come when it's when it's the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. It's. Yeah, as as the light increases, so does the dark, and that is what happens in these in these realms. And yeah, it's definitely definitely not all good out there in terms of working with these plants and in these ceremonies. And yeah, it makes me very sad about just people going into it with a certain um idea or an expectation or wanting to just ride the wave of um yeah the trend as you say and yeah it just I don't really know the answer to that I'm sure people um will get humbled in the ways that they need to with going into those spaces like that but um Right. I just, I also feel like we're kind of in that infancy stage again of it, it becoming the trend. And then I think it will settle out again as people, yeah, in the coming generation. So right. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. I,
2: I think with anything, regardless of what ceremony you are doing in your life, um, look for a good showman, you know what I mean? Like a real shaman look be with someone who is a real teacher of that medicine a maestro who knows it and holds powerful lineage and and has got a pure loving heart and cares about the healing of you because otherwise there's too much of the the money and the use of medicine tainting it for what it's not and too many people just Just, you know, wanting to ride the wave and and that's just not what it's about. And and if that's you know, if anyone's listening to this and hears me say that, I would just say there's for me personally, I have sat in great ceremonies. And I also sing these ceremonies in the most beautiful way and and um you wanna you wanna be in a In a ceremony and participate in a ceremony that is of high energy and that's done in a in a sacred manner of respect and so many unfortunately are not you know there's there's a lot of just people who are just no offense to just a yoga teacher or something but that doesn't give you the qualifications to be holding such a sacred ceremony and one that of uh, a plant that is so strong and you have to be able to to know what you're doing if you're going to do it yes exactly it's, it really does come down to respect it comes down to humility respect and the highest intentions and attention to what is going on in those ceremonies and, and who is leading them. Because honestly, nowadays in this world, there's, there's not many who are leading the lineage, like the ones that are in Peru, that are done by such, as I like to call them, and they're in my poems, the Runa, The Runa is the highest uh, shaman because he's the purest heart and he's still wanting to just heal you and help you heal. And that's the medicine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should I read you a
1: poem? (laughs) Read me a poem. We could go deeper, but let's express some beauty.
2: (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Let's see. Well, this one is extremely all of mine are very, they're just, they're all ceremony. So they're all prayers, they're all incantations and visions and stuff. So let's go with, I'm searching through them, sorry. <laughs> okay, the heavens, the universe, the divine, sumai Rumi, sumai Runa, Senora, Mother, Gracias, Pachamama, Ta'a, Messi, Namaste, because you slay. You, noble, regal, Aya, warm me, queen, seer, sage, shaman, Aya, cosmic serpent, shakrunya, vine, plants, ceremony, dream, see, visions, create, become, be. Jessica oneness transformer red tail hawk hummingbird dear heart sky dancer kung fu yana puma black panther black is the night fierce hunter darkness gratitude light joy juice active force holy spirit orgasm love ejaculations, bliss, dance, songs, visions, insights, downloads, births, rubies, violet, lapis, saffron, diamonds, wisdom, hot, wet, and dripping, liquid kisses, lips, tasting, drinking, swallowing, sweet, 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 delicious soup, celestial prayers, extraterrestrial starships portals past present future secrets whispered on the wind foot tracks passed by the horizon sage sand pearls revelations constellations super moon wondrous rising deity moonbows rainbows yakumama slithering Moon bathing, stretching, moving, twisting, sliding all around the water with her tail, in and out like a big tongue, drinking from the life flow, amarita, drink me, swallow me, Yakumama Yana puma Eagle, Galaxies and Galaxies, traveling, starlight, bubbling champagne, luscious cosmic honey, arcanas. Icaros, blessings, prayers, songs, moans, silence, meditation, drums, hums, the universe, the divine, the sacred calls out to me, out of my mouth, evoking, saying, spelling, speaking, singing, clairvoyance, psychic, vejalista, flying saucers, angels, comets, cancer, supermoon, conjunction, kaya
1: That's fun! Wow. I was was right there (laughs) following that journey.
2: Yeah, that was, that's, that's my (laughs) ceremony. I see it. Yeah. (laughs) It helps when, you know, I read them.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited that you, you're going to be reading, um, your poems as a part of the book that's a whole other dimension of it yeah
2: yeah because when you you know if you open it to you're going to see this list and it might be like okay wow, what's this list but it's not a list it's like all of it but it's in the way that it's said that it it comes across as the akaro as the vision as the ceremony as the prayer as the beauty of the universe mm-hmm the waves <laughs> yeah and and what's going on you know yakumama she's slithering in and out with her big tongue you know it's unbelievable it's it's ridiculous and i'm so grateful so it's my gift to the world of sharing all that i've been so blessed to experience within my own incredible ceremonies
1: mm-hmm Yeah, I'm so grateful that you are doing this and sharing this and, yeah, that you are listening enough to know the need of um, creating things like this that can be shared further and wider. Um, Yeah, and I'm so grateful for you and your life and all that you are and all that you bring through. And I'm very deeply inspired by you and so grateful that you said yes to having this conversation Today and being this maiden voyage of this podcast vision that I've been wanting to do for ages that is finally coming together and
2: (laughs) the perfect way to begin it. And yeah. Yeah. No, and all of the things you just said, I feel exactly the same to you. And may we all just, you know, raise ourselves to the highest we can be and and know that it's really all just beautiful. it's all just a journey, and and you have the choice. You know, as Krishnamurti wrote, you have the choice. you hold the key. It's up to you to to unlock the door. Only you have the power to to see with new eyes. You know it's all perception. And so you okay. can choose to live miserably, or you can choose to live a happy life despite the negativity. There's always negativity but the beauty outweighs it. If you tap into that beauty, it outweighs it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just reminded of a quote that we both love from Rumi about um, you wander from room to room searching for the diamond necklace that's already around
2: your neck. I love that one. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I had that one on my website years ago. It's just well, you know, Rumi is so special to me. I mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a modern day, you know, Sufi. I'm everything, but I, I've, I'm a real big lover. That's like who I am. So I love Rumi for that reason. He was just in ecstasy and bliss and shared that beauty all the time. Yes. Yes. And we're carrying it through. Yay. Well, I can't wait for everyone to read my book and... Thanks for everyone who supported my skincare line and thank you so much for having me on this and for taking the time to search me out and hear me and want to listen to me and for just being so beautiful. I really feel that with you and um, I'm really grateful for you on this planet and keep doing what you're doing because you're such a star. You're so shiny and so sparkly. So gracias.
1: Thank you. Mm, Gracias. Um, If people want to connect to you, how will they be able to do that or um, access the book? And yeah, so if you want to share your website or social media. So it's
2: feathereaglesky.com. And on Instagram, it's feathereaglesky. And my book is called Moonbow an ode to the sacred cosmic dimensions of earth, spirit, love, and life. And that comes out soon, soon. And it will be in stores everywhere. You can go and get one. And And um, you going to be stocking them through your website too. So people could um, order. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And um, also, you know, reading my book is really going to be one of the highest ways that you'll actually get to really experience um, through through my poetry and stuff, all of the journeys that I've experienced in in traveling and in being in nature, and in being sharing in the cosmic dimensions of of spirit, love, and life. So, if you really want to connect on a deeper level with me, um, that just reading my poetry and and going through this book will will be kind of like you know having a daily prayer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah and in the meantime
1: until it comes out definitely recommend following jessica on instagram she's Yay, incredible you. poetry <laughs> on there and beautiful photos of her and her family and of the delicious products she creates and just yeah all of the facets oh thank you to
2: weave together well they're all my little offerings to senora the supreme so i'm just grateful that i get to share her beauty Mm. and in sharing her beauty hopefully you fall more in love with her yes so thank you for having me beauty and keep doing what you do because you're just just as inspiring and just as beautiful and so diamond Mm.
1: (laughs) thank you so much this has been so beautiful